Big news today with Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet announcing a new Sprint Car Series coming in 2023. We've got details for you on that today. Plus, we'll talk Brad Doty Classic, a health update for Scott Bloomquist, and more. Roll that intro. It's Wednesday, July 13th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We've got a bunch of stuff for you around Attica last night to get to, but let's start with the news of the day. Just a little bit ago, Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet announced a new sprint car series coming in 2023. They are calling this the High Limit Sprint Car Series, with the plan being to race 12 times next year, midweek shows, and races paying as much as $50,000 to win. Two of those payouts are expected, so two races with that amount uh, is expected for next year, with the other races on the schedule uh, paying $23,000 to win. They're also going to have a points fund of over $100,000. I think I saw $120,000. As you might have guessed, this is a partnership with Flow Racing, and you can look at this as the sprint car version of the Flow Racing at Night in America late model series. It was literally only a matter of time until a series like this popped up as a lot of drivers on the sprint car side have been lobbying Michael Rigsby over at Flow to make something happen after what we've seen from them with the lay models. And with the recent forays into promoting, not surprised, it's Brad and Kyle doing this. Obviously, a ton of cachet here. Kyle's already got the Flow Racing relationship. These guys are brothers-in-law. Uh, there seems to still be a lot of uh, uh, things to come in terms of announcements, the schedule, what racetracks we'll see, and there'll be plenty of questions going forward about how you fit another 12 races into an already insanely busy yearly 410 sprint car schedule. You're talking here about the World of Outlaws, the All-Stars, plus regional series like MOA, Power Eye, the IRA. You've got you know weekly stuff in Pennsylvania and Ohio, the Midwest, California. And we've seen this on the late model side of things this year where drivers and teams are now forced to choose between series and events on a weekly basis. And I think it's really splintered things. It's something we've talked about a lot. And the problem for sprint car racing is there are way more super late models in this country than there are 410 sprint cars. So, you know, will we start to see diminished car counts for some of these races? I think that's certainly possible. And I think only time will tell here. You're also going to have the issue of World Racing Group and the restrictions placed on the full-time outlaw drivers. Brad Sweet could very well be a co-promoter of this deal and yet not be allowed to race in the events if he remains an outlaw regular. Remember that the platinum agreement that teams sign when you run with the World of Outlaws restricts those teams from racing elsewhere without prior approval from the series. So things could get messy here. Sweet told Matt Weaver that he does intend on running these events and is hoping to work out a deal with WRG, but obviously we'll just have to wait and see what happens. And I think I'll kind of believe it when I see it here. We've seen there be issues in the past. Remember, Jason Side sued World Racing Group over this thing, uh, this kind of same idea here several years ago. The new High Limit Series will hold a special kickoff uh, event at Lincoln Park Speedway on August 16th this year with the winner taking home $22,022. Larson will be in attendance for that race. Uh, we'll have to kind of see who else is on the entry list for that night, but you will be able to watch it live over on Flow. You can find details on this new series at highlimitracing.com and on social media channels at High Limit Racing. Drop me a comment. Let me know your kind of initial thoughts on this. Obviously, still a ton of information we don't know about how this is going to work, the schedule, which racetracks, all of that stuff. Uh, but don't jump here in here and tell me that the World of Outlaws are dying because we're starting a midweek series. If you put those comments in there, I'm going to light you up for that stuff. So don't do that. 
Anyway, now let's get into the Brad Doty classic from last night. In, uh, in case you were wondering, which you probably weren't because you're an educated dirt racing fan, Kyle Larson is still incredible behind the wheel of a sprint car. At Attica last night for the Brad Doty Classic, Larson took over the lead from brother-in-law Brad Sweet on lap 13 after starting fourth. He held off a pretty furious challenge from Donnie Schatz late in the going and picked up the victory. I did choose Larson for the win on yesterday's show, which brings me to 35 correct win picks in 150 races this season. I'm pretty close to about 25%. The prediction formula, though, not so much. While Larson did start off the sprint car season a tad slow at Volusia in February, a track he admittedly hasn't been great at, and he didn't win during Pennsylvania Speed Week, don't let any of that or anyone else's comments sway you from believing that he can still win any night out, and is probably not done yet winning this week. He bagged 25 grand last week at Lernerville in his lone all-star start this year, and since finishing 17th at Volusia on February 12th, He's got outlaw results of 3rd, 1st, 7th, 2nd, 2nd, 1st, 2nd, 1st. He's run less than a third of the total World of Outlaws shows this year, 11 of 36 to be exact, and only Carson Macedo, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Brad Sweet have led more laps than Larson has. And if you need even more money, uh, you even uh, need even more numbers to prove that he's still incredible in a sprint car, his last 11 appearances with the All-Stars have all been top 10s, in that stretch, he has been on the podium eight times, led laps in six races, and won five times. <laughs> Things might not be going quite to plan over on the pavement side at Hendrick, but Young Money could be still filling his pockets with a lot more World of Outlaws cash this week. We've got four nights at Eldora coming up starting tonight. Following that late battle with shots last night, Larson took the opportunity in victory lane to chide his open wheel brethren over on the midget side, saying that they need to take notes from Donnie because he races so clean. The community continues to be down on the midget drivers right now and the racing we've seen from them lately, and Larson is just the latest to make comments publicly. It's a topic we've obviously covered on this show as well. I certainly agree that Donnie is maybe the cleanest racer ever, but I also think that especially lately, it's maybe hurt him a bit as the guys around him have gotten better and more aggressive. I also had a comment from Benny asking about uh, more comments from Dirt Vision's Chase Rodman about possible new future outlaw teams. Rodman hasn't named them and basically refused to say who they were on the Division broadcast last night, but I think we can make some educated guesses about what's possible for the future. The two easy ones right off the bat are Tyler Courtney and Rico Abreu. This move to win competition for Sunshine has been on a natural progression towards full-time outlaw competition, and a second year as a champion with the All-Stars should set them up very well for the future. We also know that Rico hiring Ricky Warner was done with an eye on full-time outlaw competition in the future. From there, I think things get a little murkier and other teams and drivers would be making, a, I think, a lot bigger leaps if they went full-time outlaw racing. If you look around, you, you start thinking about guys like Justin Peck, Parker Price Miller with the Miggy 11, Zeb's now on the Rudine car, maybe someone like Anthony Macri or a Geo Selzy with KCP. But you've got drivers and teams in each case with varying levels of success with the outlaws and varying levels of support, I think, in kind of in terms of funding. Like, I think the Rudine car could easily be a full-time outlaw team, but coming off the situation with Eliason, would they really move to the World of Outlaws in 2023? I'm not so sure there. And same with KCP. They've been a full-time team with the Outlaws in the past, so we know they can do it, but they've had crew chief issues uh, and you know here lately, and haven't always been super strong with Geo behind the wheel. So I think a lot of question marks for some of the other teams uh, kind of around. We start talking about potential full-timers for next year. Jumping back to last, uh, last night, though, was a nice primer for the rest of the week at Eldora. Larson shot sweet where your podium and the KKR 49 team did extend that points lead just a little bit. 94 separates the top five right now, 
with Sheldon Hoddenshield 56 out in second, and Macedo and Gravel tied for third at 64 back. For the Joker's Wild tonight, there are a number of drivers to keep an eye on. Shuhart, Macedo, Larson, Courtney, Sheldon, and Brent Marks all bagged feature wins at Eldora last year, and I think we'll all would be good choices for tonight. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula is going shots again, and I'm going to go Larson again. I'm going to go with the hot hand here. The formula likes Shots' past success uh, there in Rossburg, which is why it's choosing him. The show tonight will be live over on Dirt Vision. And speaking of the analytics section, I made a quick update last night for some laps led stuff. When you look at an individual driver page now in the feature results module, on, uh, if you're looking at the screen right now on the right side, races marked with a triangle are ones in which that uh, driver led laps. Uh, just a nice little easy visual, uh, visualization there so you can see uh, which races drivers led laps in. I've also added a new stat to those pages. Uh, it's uh, races with laps led available for all the races and the individual years. That is a premium stat available with a Dirt Tracker Plus subscription. Before we move on to other racing from last night, a quick note about the Mav TV Plus and Flow Racing deal. Streams were supposed to be simulcast on both platforms through July 27th, but that changed very abruptly yesterday with the announcement that yesterday was the last day for that deal. So now going forward, all Mav TV Plus content is only available on Flow Racing. Existing Mav TV Plus subscribers will be uh, uh, refunded whatever is left on their current deal. If that includes you, make sure you check your email there for more details. At Stewart International Speedway last night, the Fever Heat 100 concluded for the XR Super Series. We had a great early battle out front between Jimmy Owens, Bobby Pierce, and Jonathan Davenport, with Chris Madden also getting in the mix as well. And Madden took control just past halfway. The track did unfortunately take rubber after that, and then it was all smoky down the stretch. He bagged his fifth XR win of 2022, and another $20,000 was added to his winnings for the year. Pierce and Davenport completed the night's podium. It's a shame the surface went rubber down because the racing early on in the feature was really good. The XR Super Series is back August 8th and 9th at Gondic Law for two more 20000 to win races. And one driver who is in the field this week at Stewart that we might not see a lot of going forward is Scott Bloomquist. Uh, Bloomquist. According to Dirt on Dirt's Kevin Kovac, Bloomer is having health issues again and dealing with pain and numbness in his right leg and foot. He told Kovac he'd be seeking more treatment after racing last night, and that uh, could mean another extended absence from racing. It's a bad deal for Bloomer because he had shown some signs of improvement this year, but remains winless in the late model since 2020. Hopefully, he can get things squared away and be back sooner rather than later. USAC Midgets opened Mid-America Midget Week last night at Red Dirt Raceway, and it was Ryan Timms who went to Victory Lane driving for Keith Coons. It was Timms' second career series win, but this was the first time he did so in a KKM ride. He went up Placerville late, uh, late in 2021 at driving in a Chad Boat-owned entry. Most of the features saw the competitors right around the bottom, and Timms was able to slip by early leader Thomas Miserol on lap 13, and he led the rest of the way. Justin Grant finished second with T-Mez in third. Points leader Buddy Kofoid hard charge from 18th to 5th. The series moves to Solomon Valley tonight. The prediction formula likes Kofoid. I'm going to go Grant here. Uh, you can watch live over on Flow Racing. And with the US MTS last night, Jim Chisholm picked up his first ever series victory uh, with the series at Mason City, leading all but six laps, and he topped Terry Phillips and Darren Fuqua. The 19-year-old Chisholm is a two-time USRA National B-Mod champion and made the step up to full-blown modified this season. USMTS uh, guys get today off before they begin a three-night stretch at Ogilvy starting tomorrow night. And if you're a Super Dirt Car Series fan, the Tuesday night show at Big Diamond was postponed, so they will try again today uh, to get in that 75-lap, $7,500 to win race. 
The action will be live over on Dirt Vision. On the Dirt Racing Podcast front, Forward Bite has Randall Chubb, Track Talk has Justin St. Louis, and there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Tracks, and Rib Racks, and All Gas, No Breaks. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcast. Before we talk streaming schedule, quick shout out to Kim and Bruce for their recent super thanks over on YouTube. Your support means a lot to me, and I appreciate you guys watching on the regular and uh, helping me out with those super thanks. It's another pretty solid day across the streaming services with nine shows today. Dirt Vision has the Joker's Wild from Eldora, the Summer Nationals, the Super Dirt Car Series from Big Diamond, and Micros from Millbridge. Flow Racing has the USAC Midgets uh, at Solomon Valley, USAC East Coast Sprint Cars at Action Track USA. Don't sleep on that race. Uh, and Flow Racing 24-7. There's also local and regional action over on Speedsport. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.